the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour 2, Backbone Radio. It is November 6, 2022, and we're feeling red wavy. That's a quote from host Dunn in the very last hour of this program, and here we are, not even at the midway point, and we've always oh, got so much to be going through. Off to the phone lines, as soon as I set up a couple of little items here. Again, the Democrats are... They're not like going around the nation and talking about all of the great things that they have done over the past couple of years and how they have made your life better. When they have had full, total political power in this country, Democrats running the House, Democrats running the Senate, Democrats running the presidency of Joe Biden. Yeah, that guy. What a mess. What a disaster. What a current disaster we are in watching watching this country go down the tubes on a daily basis and i'll tell you what if you're tired of watching your country go down the drain if you're tired of feeling like you're losing your country well this is a good time to be out there casting that vote i know basically everybody listening has already been doing that and is doing that right here in colorado and amen to that victor davis hansen has this great column it's called the, Le- the Left Were the Mad Scientists and We Were Their Lab Rats. And you think about what the left has done since they got into power. They have been treating us like dirt, like absolute dirt, contempt for the American people in their democracy. And let's just go few a few things of what, the, what they've been up to, the left. I mean, this mad scientist. They got power They got all the power, and they just went for it. Pedal to the metal, extreme, fringe, wacko, leftism, all up and down the fruited plains of this country. Oh, my gosh. Just look at a few things. Uh, Oh, How's our housing market doing? Oh, it's doing very badly. Thank you very much. It's uh, new mortgage applications apparently are like the lowest they've been in forever. And you're, you're seeing the companies laying off their mortgage processing people. Wells Fargo's laying off like 90% of them. I just saw a story about that. Ouch. Interest rates have doubled from what they were under Donald Trump. Oh, that's bad. We now have a $31 trillion national debt crowding out everything else in the budget. Inflation at 40-year highs, 8.9% a year. And the key stuff like food, fuel, shelter, and energy are far steeper on the inflation curve than other things. Crime, way up, way up. And yes, do you think it's a coincidence that the Democrats are the ones that are the defund the police people? Remember that? Defund the police. That was the big Democrat mantra. Defund the police. And are they bragging about that these days? No. As Americans look around, feel less safe. Crime galore in this country that we are losing. 
and the defund the police people are saying, no, we, we didn't say, oh, yes, you did. I just watched a 10-minute video montage of highlights of Democrats saying defund the police. Ah, oh, we're uh, having a diesel fuel shortage in this country, especially the southeastern United States. I've got more on that coming. Good job, geniuses, Democrats in charge. We still have a supply chain crisis, never been fully addressed. There's still ships floating around outside of Los Angeles that want to get their cargoes handed up, but they can't seem to get that done. Supply chain, whatever's going on there. The labor participation rate is at an all-time low. Oh, that's bad, and everybody knows this. I mean, you talk to anybody who has any connection to the economy anywhere, and they can't find uh, staff, they can't find people to work with them, and Talk to all across healthcare, all across the restaurant world, everywhere. Where'd people go? How come no one's working anymore? Everyone's wondering about that. Well, good job, Democrats. Well done. The extremist Democrats, backed up by the extremist rhinos, have spent $72 billion on Ukraine, which the American people want nothing to do with. I mean, like... This is not like a key thing for the American people to like be in charge of the Donbass region. Now, if you actually had America First Republicans running in mass, which you have a lot of them, but they would be attacking the left, the Democrats over this extreme America last, every other border but our own, $72 billion to Ukraine. But alas, you see the rhinos are in on that too. Oh yeah, the rhinos, the Republican Establishment people, they're all about this Ukraine thing. You see, it's a uniparty thing, but it's a loser. It's a loser. That should have been used against Biden and the Democrats big time in this campaign cycle. But of course it wasn't. And why wasn't it? Because, well, the rhinos are in on it. Okay. Yeah, we know that the gas prices have soared since the moment Joe Biden showed up. And by the way, you look at the inflation numbers. Inflation was like non-existent. Then you look at right when Biden shows up, inflation takes off, just goes straight up. The moment that dude Biden walked in the door, woo, inflation. (laughs) Good job, Democrat geniuses, mad scientists. They throw the border wide open, wide open border over three million People have crossed illegally across our open border. Kamala Harris is supposed to be the border czar, but she never goes down there. She never shows up there. See, they want it wide open. That's part of the deal. They want to turn Texas blue, among other agenda items there. And, you know, I've got to tell you, the rhinos go along with it. Yep, the rhinos are the aiders and the betters of the wide open border. Got to tell it like it is, folks. <laughs> they canceled the key pipelines, they reduced federal leasing of gas and oil, they shut down the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Do you hear Democrats out there taking credit for this stuff? No, you don't. You don't hear Democrats out there trying to bask in the glory of the things that they have done as, yeah, energy prices have soared and soared. Do you hear the Democrats boasting about biological men competing against women in women's sports? And uh, biological men like setting records all the time. Oh, new record. That's a biological male woman just broke the record for this kind of weightlifting or this kind of swimming or whatever. Hey, man, you know, the American people just do not go for that. So start adding up the stuff that these mad scientists, the Democrats, got power 
and they pushed it to the max. They went incredibly extreme while trying to say that just normal, decent, heartland, American patriot types are somehow the problem and that they're somehow the extremists. Yeah, give me a break on all that. And I am a little amazed at how many commentators actually lap that up and buy that and say, oh, yeah, it must be pretty extreme. Um, <laughs> look around you. Everything that I have just pointed out that the Democrats have done while in power since they grabbed and seized power, that is the extreme stuff. That is the way off the reservation, cult-like extreme stuff that does not have the support of the American people at all, as they are finding out, and they're running from all of this stuff in this election cycle. They're running away from it. They're, like, even lying about it. Biden gets up there and lies and says, when I got into office, gas was $5 a gallon. No, that's not true. That's a lie, Joe Biden. And they go out there and they say, no, we never said defund the police. Oh, yes, you did. And so they're down to abortion, which is not helping them nearly as much as they thought it was going to help them. And this concocted, ridiculous meme that the Democrats are better with a functioning democracy about which I will be saying more as the moments go by in this program, a functioning democracy, huh? Well, that is what your ballot is that you, as a Coloradan, maybe have in your house or may have already turned in. That is democracy. It's the ballot. It's not like one party or the other says that, hey, they're the ones that uh, are in charge of that democracy or they're the ones that are better at a democracy. Oh, no, no. And you heard in the propaganda news break just now about, oh, the election denier phrase, election denier phrase. The most juvenile, ridiculous, nonsensical phrase ever. And I'll get to that maybe when we come back. And if you're on the phone lines, hang on. We'll start out with you when we come around the corner. A lot to talk about. It's Matt Dunn. It's Backbone Radio. It's 303-696-1971. And as I said, we're feeling red wavy and we're watching the Democrats get to some of the most most egregious rhetoric. You know, Nazi Germany, if the, if the Democrats don't win. Wow. Going to kill your kids, says Beschloss. And if you can, leave this on under us, okay? you got to hear the guitar solo in a minute, if you can. This is the Dwight Yoakam version of Claudette, which I think it's either an Everly Brothers tune or a Roy Orbison tune. Roy wrote it, so Roy wrote it, but I think the Everly Brothers might have made it famous, and then Roy got to playing it again. But then Dwight just brings it home, this little Claudette number. Good old Dwight Yoakam. There I was reading The Gray Man. You ever read The Gray Man thrillers? There was this great segment where one of these uh, spy assassin types who's a real burly dude, he really likes Johnny Cash and really likes Dwight Yoakam. He was just saying this in the Gray Man books. But whenever some of these newfangled country singers come on, he gets all upset and starts complaining. Oh, here's the solo. Here we go. Bring it, bring it. Why not? Here we go. Yeah, that would get the gray man dude going to hear that Dwight Yoakam number there. At any rate, yeah, we're just feeling red wavy. How about you? 303-696-1971. Let's say hello to Carrie. Carrie in Denver, and thanks for hanging on a minute, and welcome aboard. How are you, sir? Doing well. Um, I wanted to 
bring to your attention, you might already be aware of it, the Intercept article. It's called Truth Cops. Have you, have you I've got it sitting right here. And Lee yeah, Fang you, and Ken Klippenstein... Are they, what, you know, I, I know I know the left. I know you've talked to me about the Intercept before, and I know that that's kind of left, middle of the left. But still, this is a super interesting article. And I just wanted to read something real quick to you. It says, in March, this is talking about a DHS meeting, Homeland Security. Yep. This is, or, by the way, um, a huge story, Carrie. This could be one of the biggest stories of our lives. And the headline of it I have here is Leaked Documents Outline DHS's Plans to Police Disinformation, DHS being Department of Homeland Security. And Facebook and Twitter both had these easy portals in which the Department of Homeland Security could access any content on Twitter and Facebook and shut it off and censor it and uh, make it go away. Hmm. Government doing that. Do we have a First Amendment or not? What bothers me is it says that right at the right at the top right under, it says truth cops and says leaked documents outline DHS's plans to police disinformation. Who is it to them to decide who what disinformation or what information is relevant? Well, that's how that's how it works I, I these mean, days. That's the whole thing, right? I mean, that's the whole thing, Matt. You know what I mean? Well, of course, and there is no First Amendment in this country, and I've been saying that for years. And that the uh, social media and the mainstream media, they've been working with uh, the government hand in hand to censor the political opponents of the regime, shut down voices, disamplify voices, and control narratives. It's been going on for years, but it's kind of nice to get this uh, really directly, explicitly revealed in this uh, The Intercept article, which I hope everybody's at least aware of. Matt, didn't you know that you can have a baby? You're a man, but you can have a baby. That's what they're trying to lay on us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, part of the extremism of the Democrats. Yeah, they're communists. They're they're left wing whack jobs, and uh, and they're in power. Stop, yeah, if we don't stop this Tuesday, uh, I don't know if we can stop it. I mean, I think we've gone so far; it's going to be tough to bring it back. But Tuesday, if we don't get out and vote and get this get them out of there. I don't know if we can bring it back at that point, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Kerry, don't you go around with this feeling in the back of your head basically every day that we're losing the country, we're losing this place? I, I think we all see it. I, if you don't see it by now, I mean, if, if you're a true-blooded American and you're looking at this, you're going, we gotta do, if we don't do something now, we're going to lose it. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And uh, that's part of our project around here. And for me, you know, the rhinos don't cut it. You know, obviously we know where the Democrats are, but the rhinos aid and abet the Democrats is most unfortunate. But the the future um, is the America First movement, the MAGA movement, which are the normal, moderate, centrist, heartland people that are trying to save this country and feel acute pangs of distress every day of this Biden administration that we're going the exact wrong direction. And that would be down the tubes. And the poll data backs that up. Huge amounts of Americans, agree. huge majorities say that we're going in the wrong direction as a country. And if you go out and talk to people, go ahead. I don't agree with everything that Elon's doing, but I do, I'm do. i glad that he's in control of Twitter now, I believe. Yeah. And maybe you can shut some of that down, too. But I agree with you, and hopefully uh, the um, suburban white women in this country have decided that they've had enough of this because they have targeted them and targeted them, um, like that lady said on The View the other day about, did, did you hear what that lady said on The View the other day about uh, abortion, that uh, 
the people that were doing it, were, they, she uh, referred them as like insect spray or something. Did you hear about this? Oh, I saw um, a headline on that, and I mean, um, a lot of people were oh. like calling for her to be fired for what she said. I, she I, I have to fired. say, you know, I don't watch Oprah and I don't watch The View. Um, I, I carve out those two places because they're like, you know, like so impossible to like sit there for a minute and watch the content oh. there. It's like... The view in particular, I mean, that is like they're just activists, Matt. They're activists. Well, but they are so darn stupid, Carrie. It is so dumb that show. It is almost off the charts dumb. <laughs> and I think anybody with a political IQ would agree with me on that one. But it, I guess, it serves its function, right? And uh, well, it's, it's another way we've talked about this before, Hollywood. Silicon Valley, Washington, D.C., all of these outlets that are trying to control the narrative and push the country in a direction. And like you said, they're going full in. They put all their chips in the center of the table, and they have gone all out on this. But I think we might have finally woken up this country, in, like, in particular the white Oh, people. yeah. I mean, uh, we, and like enough, you're talking about the suburban women, uh, Heidi Ganahl's, really hitting a nerve with this mad moms thing. And you look at the poll data about suburban women in particular are abandoning the Democrat Party right now at a historic level. And we just need to see more of that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the suburban women that get stereotyped as the people that, oh, they were uncomfortable with Trump because sometimes he would have a mean tweet. Oh, but meanwhile... They're watching their whole country get destroyed all around them. You know, go to the grocery store, go to the gas station, and you're paying double, triple for stuff. What a mess, right? I think a lot of them would trade a a mean tweet right now for, for like, getting their country back on track. Yeah, they want you to drag your kid to drag queen hour. Yeah, and that doesn't fly. And also, this relentless abortion, abortion, the more abortion, the better. Let's kill the babies. Let's just slaughter the babies, even up to the moment, even after birth. That doesn't make women, even leftist women, most of them feel comfortable. You know, it just, it's not something you want to rally around. You know, it doesn't get people, I don't know, like excited or like in a positive way about, about voting, I don't think. Carrie, do you? What is good about them, Matt? Everything they have pushed on is as negative. Open borders, turn off law, law enforcement. We've got crime out the, out the you know what. Yeah. Uh, kill your kid, uh, have your kid, and then decide whether you want your kid to be killed. I mean, it just everything they do is demonic. These people need to be wiped out. They need well, to, we need to vote them out out of existence is what we need to do. They have to be defeated. And it was Stacey oh, Abrams in Georgia running for governor. She's down by like 10, 12 points. But she was saying the only reason why people are concerned about inflation is because they were forced to have kids. You know, that they wouldn't care about inflation if they weren't forced to have kids. And that, again, I mean, that, that's like the view-level caliber commentary there from Matt, that election denier, Stacey Abrams. Matt, they're anti-family. They're anti-family. Yes, they are. Thank Very you. explicitly so. And, Carrie, uh, you're making a lot of sense, sir. Thanks for being here. And let's, oh, let's crank that outro. It's Matt Dunn. It's Backbone Radio, 303-696-1971. You're invited. Keep on. Keep getting on, sings Courtney Barnett. And I just wanted to let that one play a little bit, because, yeah, we're feeling red wavy. Keep on. Might as well. There's no alternative. When you think about it, there is no alternative. 
What are you going to do? Just suddenly not keep on? What does that entail? Some kind of like a nihilistic implosion? Inversion into a vacuum? At any rate, 303-696-1971. So glad you are here. And I wanted to I wanted to cover a little bit about what good old President Donald Trump has been up to of late, and he's been rallying all around America. Remember they used to say, oh, Trump will be harmful to Republican prospects in 2022, but oh, they're begging across this country for Trump to show up and help them out and energize their base and get voters to turn out. And that's one thing is that the uh, establishment Republicans have a hard time Turning out voters without Trump around to help get it done. Just part of the equation, folks. Again, you can't listen to what the propaganda people say. And Trump uh, did offer a little nickname to Ron DeSantis. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, where was he? Trump was in Iowa, and he said he's probably going to have to run again. He usually says he's probably going to have to do it again. But now he says he's very, very... Very, 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 very likely to have to do it again. So I think, I think you can almost count on it a hundred percent here. And now, in order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again. Okay, very, very, very probably. Very, very, very. That's nice. Well, get ready. That's all I'm telling you very soon. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah, and I know they like to say that in, oh, in Colorado, Trump's not very popular. Oh, somehow Colorado is different uh, than other states where the vast majority of the Republican Party base is pro-Trump all the way MAGA. But uh, I don't know. There's always been this weird thing in Colorado with the establishment Colorado Republican Party. Always been uncomfortable with the existence of Trump and not being out there defending him and doing the, uh, hey, let's do an America first approach to growing the Republican Party. And again, Trump has brought in more Hispanics and more African Americans. Yeah, that's how the party has grown. But let's look at... Uh, Let's look at something here regarding uh, the Ron DeSantis. By the way, one, one more little thing. I mean, this is this gets right to the point on Joe Biden, does it not, right here? You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together, and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in less than two short years. Yep, that is 100% true, that Biden showed up, literally has destroyed this place. Let's dig out. Let's dig out. Never giving up. Oh, no, no, no. Never giving up. We're digging out, ladies and gentlemen. And Tuesday's a good day to start the formal digging out of the Democrat Biden extremist mess they have foisted upon us. Oh, we don't want it. American people have not wanted it. But what are the uh, cognoscenti talking about today? This one right here. Trump at 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 
10%. Mike Pence at 7 Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. So, oh, just a little offhand remark there about Ron DeSantis in Florida. And by the way, Donald Trump speaking in Florida just a little bit ago at another big, massive Trump rally in Florida. He urged his audience, the massive crowd, to go out and get Ron DeSantis elected in Florida to the governorship. So just so you know, but here's the little thing. Listen to this one. It's Trump at 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 10 percent. Mike Pence at seven. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. So, Ron DeSanctimonious. And listeners to Backbone Radio have heard me talking about the Ron DeSantis scenario over the past, uh, I'd say we're at about two months now. Maybe a little bit longer. I've been inserting some things in there. The person to follow, the account to follow, is the conservative treehouse which has the best information on what Ron DeSantis is thinking about doing for 2024. And all signs indicate that DeSantis is looking to run for the presidency in 2024. And he's been gathering up big money and big endorsements from the rhino establishment kind of people, the Jeb Bushes and the Paul Ryans and the David Frums. Oh, my goodness gracious. And the... Uh, Carl Rove is a big booster of, of Ron DeSantis, as is uh, Frank Luntz. Remember Frank Luntz? Remember that guy? <laughs> Who is the worst? Oh, my gosh. Ron- Frank Luntz. Uh, Frank Luntz is all into the DeSantis. Why are all the rhinos and the neocons and uh, people like that big supporters of Ron DeSantis. Well, they think that Ron DeSantis is going to be their guy. Ron DeSanctimonious is going to be their guy to knock Trump off if he very, 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 very likely will run again for the 2024 presidential nomination. And so that's where the money is going. There's a there's a big uh, Citadel hedge fund run by a guy named Ken Griffin. And he is essentially purchasing Ron DeSantis at the moment. Oh, the millions are flowing in, the millions. Who is Ken Griffin, do you ask? Well, he's a free trade, open borders, war hawk kind of guy. And so you have to understand this as much as we like DeSantis in so many ways. We have to understand his limitations based on where the money and the endorsements are coming from behind him. And he will have to decide. I mean, he seems to be leading people on. He seems to be leading the big money on. He's leading the Ken Griffins on. And if you care, if the middle class cares about its future prospects and doesn't want to watch the middle class evaporate in this country, (laughs) then uh, you need to go for the outsider, for the America firster, the person who doesn't want to spend the $72 billion on another border which happens to be Ukraine's this time, and the kind of trade deals that actually do benefit and sustain and bolster the American middle class. And that's the thing. Trump has built that. Trump has built that alliance with the American middle class. It's a multiracial, multicultural alliance, this middle class. And I would submit to you that this middle class is the only thing saving us from socialism, total full-on socialism in this country is that we have a functioning middle class 
and we still do in spite of all of Joe Biden, the Democrats' predations upon it. But if you put the big globalist, open border, war hawk money, military industrial complex money behind someone like DeSantis, there's going to be a lot of money. And they're going to try to knock Trump out. And there are going to be some Republican voters that uh, can't quite put it together how they're being manipulated and how this all works. But get ready for that. I mean, that's a future conversation that we'll be having. But I, uh, I'm i already laying it down how I see it. And Sundance, the conservative treehouse, says that uh, Ron DeSantis will destroy his political career if he announces against Trump. He will just blow himself up immediately. And Megyn Kelly says the same thing. And so I, uh, I'm just, my, my take is I'd like to see Ron DeSantis be a good, capable, effective governor of Florida and stay in the saddle out there, do a good job for Florida. He's like 44 years old. He's younger. He could run for president in the future. But uh, we need to get around the corner on the free trade and the open borders and the military industrial complex and the big stuff that I only see Trump as the person who has the ability and the statesmanship and the skill set to be able to do the important stuff. And some of that important stuff is to take on the FBI, the CIA, the corrupt media, and, uh, and come out on top. So just working that in there, some things to be thinking about. Anybody reacting to that one? 303-696-1971. Be right back. Little song about a train from Johnna Cash bringing us back. Glad you are on board. Line action has filled up on us, and I'll head right to it. But I will say this, that the only reason Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida is because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump went in there and got that guy elected. When Ron DeSantis was running in 2018, he could not get up in the polls. He could not get anywhere. It was Jeb Bush trying to help trying to help get DeSantis. Jeb Bush has no poll. Please clap. He has nothing. So they brought Trump on down there to get DeSantis over the top, and Trump got it done. And if DeSantis is out there culling the endorsements of people like Jeb Bush and Paul Ryan and Frank Luntz and David Frum and... Billionaire, open borders guy, Ken Griffin. Yeah, uh, it looks like it looks like DeSantis is uh, doesn't seem particularly loyal to the guy that made him governor of Florida. It just doesn't seem right to a lot of people. Does it seem right? And it kind of makes me think this is sort of uh, maybe an okay thing to say. It's Trump at seventy-one, Ron DeSanctimonious at ten percent. Mike Pence at seven. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of makes you wonder if uh, it's okay to have a little bit of that come out because there's a lot going on behind the scenes that DeSantis is organizing behind the scenes, and I don't know exactly what. But Sundance, the conservative treehouse, boy, does he ever have this stuff dialed in big time and watch the flows of money? Yeah, but. Uh, some people are going to say, "Oh, Trump can't keep his mouth shut." Oh, Trump. Oh, he's just narcissistic. Yeah. Whenever Trump responds to stuff, that's what people say. And they said that about, you know, when Joe O'Day goes literally hammer and tongs after Trump, savaging Trump. Joe O'Day does on CNN, and people are all mad that Trump responded. See, that's the thing. That's how you can just tell 
when people they're just they have a problem with Trump is that if he ever defends himself, if he ever responds to an attack, they get mad and say, "Oh, he's narcissistic." Sorry. In politics, you got to defend your ground. You got to stand up for yourself. You got to respond to direct attacks and criticisms. Even if in the case of Ron DeSantis, a lot of that's going on behind the scenes, and there's a lot going on behind the scenes, okay? All right, now, just, you know, this brings me to another point, but I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Let's uh, let's say hello, and we'll go in order. And Joe, in Arvada, welcome. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Yes, sir. Uh, oh boy, I have so much to say, but I'll start with this. Uh, my mom and dad switched off of Joe O'Day when he came against Trump. Bad move, dude. Uh, you know, you can't go against the head of the Republican Party and expect to win the Republican race for Senate here in Colorado. Well, Give me a break. unforced error, but uh, yet a little glimpse into the soul there, I think. Well, well, let's see. What he proved, I, I was never a believer when they were asking him about these fiscal bills, what he, how he would vote, that he would actually vote for the right way. Because remember, we had 17 Republicans vote for the nonsense, uh, build back better, yep. and all that. Yep. And I... I guarantee you Joe O'Day would be piggy at the trough right there with him. Well, I've done I, segments I, I, detailing how Mitch McConnell and the Rhino Senate have been aiding and abetting the Biden agenda, including the Inflation Reduction Act and the spending bills and all the rest of it, since Biden took over. You've seen McConnell see, doing everything he can to help the Biden agenda. And here see, we are. It would have been it would have been better if Mitch McConnell would have lost. And the reason why is on the important votes, a Democrat would have voted the same way that Mitch McConnell did. And instead, the next time we wouldn't have Mitch McConnell, we'd have somebody else. And that, that could have been way long ago got rid of Mitch McConnell. So these, these guys, when you add somebody like Joe O'Day, you're adding a liability. You're just adding a, a Democrat with a, li, with a little R next to his name. That's it. But, I just been but Joe, it. the I, establishment tells you that, oh, the voters don't like Trump in Colorado, and that's what Joe O'Day has to do to win because, because no one likes Trump in Colorado, right? Aren't they well, doing so the right thing? Me, that brings me to my next point. <laughs> if anybody yeah. in a brilliant move me uh would would start the trump train on the day this election is over make colorado great again bring donald trump into the party instead of trying to shun him get rid of these semi-democrat whatever you know flip-floppers believe in abortion dudes get rid of those and get people that are on board with the conservative maga movement we will roll for two years and gain steam because I tell you this, for two years, all of you Democrats are going to look at what you've done to Colorado, and we're going to rub your nose in it for 2024. And all those people that voted for a Democrat are going to look over at these places like Florida and Arizona, and they're going to be going, gosh, I wish our state was like those states. And they're going to flip over and get aboard MAGA when the time comes. So let's start the Trump train now when we do this just incessant losing proposition and getting these rhinos into the party. Let's end it 
and start MAGA right here in Colorado. Make Colorado great again. Well, you see, the MAGA movement, the America First movement, is a multicultural, multiracial, multiracial, middle-class, working-class movement that is incredibly powerful, Joe. And the country club Republicans, the establishment Republicans, the Glenn Youngkin-type Republicans... Yeah, um, the Mitt Romney-type, the Lindsey Graham-type Republicans do not get that. And their power centers, their donors come from a different world than that. Does that make sense? And those are the people that are encroaching upon DeSantis. And if he is smart enough, he will turn the other way. But we'll see. I, I don't think so. I think DeSantis is running, and I think he's running as an establishment dude. And I'll tell you what. He's going to lose because I'm not going to vote for any establishment-supported candidate. I don't know about you, but... uh, Well, DeSantis has built um, a non-establishment profile, and he's taken on the establishment in some key ways. So he does have some stuff that makes him seem different. But when you look at the money behind him and the people behind him, you'll have to know that there's no way he can be different. Make sense? There's no way... And that's where Republican voters have to be smart enough to see through that stuff, right? We've been manipulated too many times by too many people for too many years, and we're about out of string on this country. Right, Joe? Oh, I, I agree with you. Uh, we don't have any more time left in Colorado. It's, it's going to be over. If we don't get back to conservatism, there won't be a Colorado. It'll just be California Part 2. Uh, you know, the the mess will be here. I, 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 I unfortunately see it carries over to people like Brittany Pedersen is going to win, most likely, even though I don't like her and I want Eric Allen to win. He's a great guy. Actually, Eric was, Adland, can I tell you, Eric Adland is phenomenal. He's running over, and I, I know, believe it's a CD7. Guy. So everybody within the earshot here, make sure Eric Adland, A-A-D-L-A-N-D, if, he, if he's on your ballot, vote for that guy. He is he's he awesome. one of the first interviews I did um, a while back, and I was really impressed with Eric Adland. So help him he's get a across. a fabulous I, candidate. And I think he's going to win. So I, I think he's got well, this thing. I, I want so. him to win, but here's the problem. See, they have the mojo because all of this – you know, Joe Day garbage and and the, the the you know the 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 lack of support by Well let's know, get Ireland over the top, Joe I'd keep going if I could. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.